this was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> Come on, talk. I said talk to me, damn it. All right. We are back with another episode of This Was Rad Podcast. I'm not going to do a funny voice, don't worry, not again. Uh, this is the podcast where two guys watch old 80s movies with my teenage daughter. I am Paul. I am Greg. I'm Willow. Willow is purring this podcast. I don't know why. Oh, I thought it was a unicorn sound. <laughs> that is what, that's what a unicorn sounds like. A unicorn like a cat. Unicat. Whoa. You mean Unikitty from the No, Unicat. It's gray with a horn that's silver. Very specific. Whoa, yeah, that yeah. is very specific. Your kitty is pink with a sparkling white horn. You're welcome, world. Oh, <laughs> uh, Greg, what movie did we <laughs> watch? Your place, because she put you in it. Yeah, I've been shamed. <laughs> Greg, what do we do? We we watch Child's Play. Yeah, the 1988 thriller horror film. Yeah, was this film rad, Paul? Uh, was this rent? Well, we do that at the end. Oh, yeah, I'm jumping way ahead, aren't <laughs> Just you? get rid of it. Yeah, by about an hour. What do you remember, Paul? That's the question I meant to ask. Best podcast ever. Oh, we're so professional. I love it. <laughs> we come in, drop a Unicat reference. Yep. Was this rad? What do I remember about this movie? Uh, I remembered uh, not as much as I thought I did. Uh, I do remember, obviously... Chucky is a doll that comes to life, murderizes a couple people. Oh, yeah. I thought it was way worse. I do remember uh, the burning scene at the end when uh, when he catches fire and uh, the doll, you know, slowly crawling on the floor. And uh, I remember that's about it. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I remember yeah, that's no, no, no. about it's, it. <laughs> it was a movie that I definitely saw as a kid, but it, you know what it is? It's a horror movie. And I would have been about seven or eight when this movie came out. And I just, I, I don't even like horror movies today. I we really know. don't. We know you uh, credit Soul Surfer. That's not, not what <laughs> I meant film. at all. <laughs> I mean, unless it's you talk about horror the, film. the horror of having your arm bit off, which is pretty terrifying. Willow, there are secrets that listening audience does not need to know. I'm just and I was laughing through the entire film because it's so funny. And you're like, ah! I'm sure that's exactly what it sounded like. I'm sure Paul was making that exact noise. Like a dolphin caught in a, right. in a, tre- in a shredder. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, so I didn't like... I wasn't big for it. It was like totally crack guy. Yeah. Uh, Greg, what did you remember about that show? Uh, I, I also remember the burning scene. That's, that's, that's pretty good. I always remember the, um, the opening scene with Brad Dourif running into the toy store, and then it, like, blows up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that was me. I thought it was the same toy store from that other movie with the children running away. Adventures in Babysitting? Yeah, it looked like the same t- toy store. You know store. what's funny? 
<laughs> I'm going to pull a Kanye. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. But Willow makes a fantastic point, and maybe I could wait for this, but I did feel like a lot of the scenes in this movie were filmed in or near Adventures in Babysitting yeah, Chicago. I, it got the same. It, yeah, it does take place in Chicago. And, and it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world to think that they got the same street corner or whatever. I mean, just, you know, just the general location. look of the buildings. Yeah. Uh, when they walk along the water at one point with the cop and the, and the mob. Yeah. That looks like if they were going the other way, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, I got... I. Definitely got that feel like that was familiar. So uh, p- please continue. Well, I mean, those those are the two main ones. Oh, okay. um, you know, I always I always remember that and the uh, the voodoo doll scene always stuck with me. Of course, it did. Um, yeah, but that that was pretty much it. Willow, what did you think this movie was gonna be about? You've never seen it before. Right? No, but I my mom she put it on this like really 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 high pedestal. Oh boy, because I was really anxious to watch it. And I, because she's like, it was the scariest movie ever. Because, like, once I came home and I was like, Chucky! And then she's like, no, 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 no. And I remember we were at her old office at the bank. And she's like, no, Chucky's bad. Chucky's scary. <laughs> and the, I don't know. I just held down this really high pivot. Pivot? I don't know. Pedestal. 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 Very good. Uh, cool. Uh, and that's really interesting that. that Kind of at least had some kind of anticipation. We did watch this with my wife um, as we we went through. We tried to turn off as many lights as we could. Okay. Kind of set the ambiance. Nice. But she had to eat her food with the light on. I don't know why, but, you know. It might be like a bug in your food. You got to watch what you eat, man. You never know. Oh, so I shouldn't have eaten my macaroni this morning in the dark. Yeah, it's never never advisable. We're just going to call this episode, This Was Insulting. (laughs) This Was Interruptible. (laughs) Oh, that was the last podcast. Oof, got harsh. Uh, as for this one, we open up with uh, United Artists. Yeah, I noticed yeah, another, that one. Another sad loss. Yeah, it's gone. Uh, you know, because the geek culture that we come into, we you know, we always see a lot of things on like video game yep. studios that go by the wayside. Yeah. You start watching all these 80s movies, man. None of those 70s, studios exist anymore. You start realizing all these studios are gone too. It's just, they made some good movies in the past and... And then they slowly just die off. Are you saying that yeah, Adventures in Babysitting was a good film, that this was filmed at the same studio? I don't know that it was. Would I'm anyone like to guess who founded United Artists? Ernest Borgnine. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> yes, you were. I was going to say Aaron Foreman, but you know, that's cool. So there you go. 80s, you know, cash. Uh, so they open up, and then we open up with a very classic 80s chase. Uh, a chase that we've seen now in Terminator. Uh, I feel like we've Good watched boy. it. I, I think we watched it in another movie that was similar to this, where it's just Oh, like, the last one. What? The last the movie we watched was The Outsiders. Yeah. There's no weird 80s chase through a 80s city. Really? Yeah, because that film took place in 65, Willow. And in the suburbs. <laughs> Oh, I'm just thinking of the Ramble again. Never mind. The Rumble? Rumble. The Ramble. <laughs> the Rumble that takes place in a small park? <laughs> no, the Ramble. You know, oh, where, the Ramble. Where Ralph Macchio won't shut up about gold. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was the chase in the park. Yeah, okay. before they all get dunked and oh, maybe, killed. Maybe, maybe she like meant Sundays. the Ramble. Maybe that's what she meant. <laughs> the chase of the... Okay, I don't want to talk about this film. No, okay. We're, we're talking about so, Child's Play. First no, of all, stop. No, I just want to on, talk about Child's hold Play. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. They're chased through a park. Yeah. In the opening scene of, of Child's Play, there's not a tree to be seen. 
There's not even there's not even grass because it takes place in winter. What are you talking about? How can it possibly remind you of it? Oh, I was thinking of chase and fight. I don't know. Life. Okay. <laughs> life, mon. Uh, that's a t-shirt. Chase and fight and life. Chase, fight, life. No, chase and fight, dot, 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 and life. And life. <laughs> and just a scene of Rob Macchio holding that blade. Yeah, there we go. Oh, bloodied. Crying. Yeah. Crying in his... Yeah. So, I love how at the beginning of this film we have a chase scene where they're, they're, they're chasing the strangler. Yes. And, uh... The strangler! He, he's called the strangler, <laughs> yet he's got a gun on him. Yeah, I know! And I'm like, what kind of strangler are you? Hold on. Using <laughs> firearms, sir. Better yet, he never strangles anybody in this whole movie. Not true. What? He strangles the cop while he's in his car. Yeah. He tries to. Well, look, I'm not saying he succeeded, <laughs> but at what point do you say, I strangle the person, versus I strangle the person to death? He's more of a strang... <laughs> Never quite get there. Well, if, if Ralph Macchio was in this movie, he, every time he tried to strangle someone, he'd succeed. Because yeah, that's true. His character is a one time, machine. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so he's so we have the strangle. He's being chased by uh, the cop who conveniently is throughout the rest of this movie. Uh, he, he looks like Fez from that '70s show. He, I can't remember the name that of the actor. My line. Oh, and Thank he's, you very he's in much. a million things. Hold on, my wife looked this up. He is. Not Prince in te- not Hump- in thirteen. Is it Prince going on oh, from that's right, he from is Princess from Princess Bride. Bride. And I did. I kept looking at him. Like, yes, oh, which may or may not bleed in a lot of quotes into this podcast. Oh boy! But just Guys, so you know, I totally thought it was that guy from Thirteen Going on Thirty, like the older version. Mark Ruffalo. Movie. Yeah, it does. He does look like a poor man's Mark. Why Ruffalo. have you seen Thirteen Going on Thirty? <laughs> I know who Mark Ruffalo is. I didn't know he was in that movie. Yeah. Well, so is Jennifer Garner. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Who else is in that movie? Nobody. I have no... I, I've never seen it. Gollum is in that movie. Is this a secret pleasure of yours? No, it's not. I've, I've seen <laughs> yeah, that movie. Yeah, said saw 10 things I hate about you because I was like, I saw a movie from when I was and he guessed it. I did. Why. I have a secret superpower for some reason. Bam. Like, liking weird, obscure, girly movies? <laughs> yep. I don't know why I know him, but I do. <laughs> Moving no, on. Clueless. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's just. You want to sum up that one for us? Move on. No, Clueless is a good movie. See, I don't like Clueless. I thought it was dumb. Oh, quiet. <laughs> we're going, so we're picky we're about so the girly the movies. We're so are off we? the rails already. Uh, Where are we? And by the way, the uh, I'll clean up aisle five. Uh, played by Bad uh, Brad Dorif, nope. okay. who is actually Wormtongue. From the Lord of the Rings movies. He's also... The... Oh, I thought you meant from your band, because that sounds like a guy in one of your bands that you listen to. Wormtongue. You know, it just seems legit. <laughs> just a guy from one of the bands you listen to. Also in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, uh, Alien yeah. 4, and yes. my personal favorite, he's the Doctor from Deadwood. And he's amazing as the uh, Doctor from Deadwood. Wasn't he also in Dune? Yes, he was. We saw him in Dune, right? He was in Dune, 100%. Uh, 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 yep. You're giving me... You can so, give me shakes, guys. <laughs> Your shakes? We, I'm the one who referenced the movie. I can't believe I remembered anything of it. Yeah, uh, that's what alcohol is for. Yeah, Dude, nature's I'm not even forget medicine. <laughs> to forget Ten doom. Yen, yeah. uh, I'm not even twenty-one yet. One thing not I you, will you say. have to remember for life. One thing I will say is, um, there was a pretty rad fireball island in the back of one of the toys scenes. Did you notice that? So, you know oh, what? Oh man! I tried writing down some of the toys that I saw, and I just couldn't keep up. I mean, just it Fireball was, Island. I mean, literally, oh. it, was, it, was, ever. It, was, it was a Sears just catalog of toys it in this toy so store. Crazy. Everything I would have wanted for Christmas is in this uh, thing. Now and you never got. No, hold on. Now, ready? 
And uh, I've asked my mom to send me a photo. I'm going to try and post it on Instagram. I had my buddy dolls. All me, me and my two brothers both had my buddy dolls. Oh yeah, my which, buddy. Which, by the way, that is actually what spawned this movie. So that makes good, sense. So the good guy doll is it's it's absolutely a ripoff. Right. But they Wait, changed can you get some me of the face. No, they don't exist. Well, Aww. maybe on eBay. I'm for, sure you could get one. Oh, I want yeah. one now. Um, like, hey, but that's what this was based on. It was basically somebody said, "Oh, I wonder what happened if that would come to life and strangle you." And yeah. it was like, "Oh." A media empire, that's what. Yeah. Get the cocaine. We're writing a movie. Because, yeah. wow. by the way, this movie, 100% written on cocaine. We skipped the last one. This one, 100 Because what happens in this toy store, Stays to get to the end and button it together, oh, yeah. I didn't think they were going to do. I I've, forgot the whole voodoo thing I've completely. got so many questions. Oh, this film raises a lot of questions. We're a lot, a lot, a lot of philosophical questions that I have. Not found answers to. Right off the bat. Right, so we'll he gets them. into the toy story. To the best uh, toy story. He gets into the toy story. He's being chased by the cop, and the cop is shooting him. <laughs> it's a very different <laughs> toy story than I remember. Oi, caramba. Um, I thought there was a Woody, maybe an Andy. Yeah. No. <laughs> maybe a Jack. Buzz Lightyear comes to life because he's the disembodied soul <gasps> of a serial oh killer. Oh, my goodness. Child just, Play is a horror version of Toy Story. I just picture Woody waking up in the middle of the night going, There's a Hey guys, what's going on? Boot. Oh my god, my buddy is trying to strangle Andy. Yeah, yeah. Buzz, what are we going to do? I don't know, I have plastic rockets. Yeah. I am completely ineffective. I can't do anything. I am completely useless. You just told me I couldn't fly yesterday. <laughs> Poor Buzz. Had a hard, he had a hard He's job. using Slinky Dog to do it. Oh, Jim Varney. Yes, Ernest. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, the visual of my buddy just over Andy just strangling him. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Wait, why would, your bu- why would you buy your kids of my buddy doll if it's associated with this movie? It wasn't. My buddy it was wasn't. first. It came first. My buddy was first. Well, that must be great for all the kids who bought it first. It was. It's movie. pretty much what traumatized me. <laughs> yes. So, Good job, America. In the Unless st- it was made in Switzerland. That never mind. Yeah, Switzerland, I guess you're off the hook for being neutral. Um, I Everywhere else, though, you're on notice. I guess Willow has money in a Swiss bank account she doesn't want me to know about because that was such an odd left turn. It was very specific. <laughs> Wasn't it? Very specific. When you think toys, you think like China, Taiwan. Yeah. Maybe a little Japan. Maybe. Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. Anyway. All those Swiss toys we love so much. So he gets in there. Like the Swiss blade. Oh, is that a Switchblade reference? Yes, it is. I immediately just thought Swiss Army Knife. No. (laughs) What was that? Um, that is stop. She's giving me the Bill Clinton thumb, people. No, actually, it's sign language. It's stop in sign language. Anyway, I watched a movie with sign language in it. No, I, I have like these phrases on my head. We need to, we need like, to, we need so to get this gorgeous. together. We're 15 minutes in and we've barely talked. We haven't even made it out of the toy store. We're 15 <laughs> minutes in and we're still in the toy store. So I'm out. the toy store. Now, as I'm watching the movie, he starts recanting this chant. Well, he's, he's been shot. This toy store, oh! yeah, which does not look very big, is apparently the size of a Walmart because nobody can it's, find anybody. I would it's, get it's not wide, so it's lost. deep. It's deep. Not wide, it's deep. It's bigger it's on the, the inside. Bigger on the inside than it is. Third. Yeah, a, and yes, he starts chanting to put his soul into the doll. Now, at first, as I'm watching when this When did he learn sorcery? 
Why didn't he know Here. a better spell? Why didn't he Willow. use spells previously to this right? to make him a more effective killer? Now wait a right? second, Willow. You that question though is exactly what my what the point I'm about to make is. When you uh, watch, I helped you make a point. Yeah, when you watch this scene, it doesn't make a lot of sense until no, halfway through the movie. Why he's saying the in the incant? I would, and, and because I didn't remember any of the voodoo <gasps> stuff, I was actually thinking it was all the blood on the toy. Yeah, how come there was no blood on that toy? Continue, Paul. Sorry. I, no, no. You're both interrupting Cal. <laughs> it's really getting to me. <laughs> but I, I... I wrote it down for later, Gregory. We'll say <laughs> here in my notes. Why wow, does the kid Gregory. not blood? Who washed it? Who washed that doll? The, the, the hobo? Gri- the grimy no. hobo? Um, no. He's called a greaser? So, Willow. So, two minutes, please. All so, of a sudden, he goes, um, so, he goes and, says, and does the incant. Now, before I knew about the voodoo stuff, I was actually thinking, this seems really stupid. Why don't you just say his soul came back in the doll and we just can all just move on with our lives? Instead, this is why I think it's cocaine-fueled. I think they wrote that scene, had him do the incant. They got halfway through the script and, and the guy was just like, hey, uh, hey, Charles, listen, you, you, I see you coming out of the, uh, the drug-infused fuel writing stage you're in. Why does he do the incant at the beginning? And the guy was just like, uh, voodoo? <laughs> yeah, voodoo. That's the ticket. Voodoo. Voodoo's the ticket. They both did another bump, and they were like, "Oh yeah, voodoo. Definitely voodoo. voodoo. Yeah, we could totally work with that." What's voodoo? I don't know. We'll look it up. We'll, we'll look it up. Google. Okay, yeah. that's what it is. Cell <laughs> five. There's Google. No Google. In, in 1980, that was that was the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> just about to say that. Yeah. Greg. Yes. That was the Encyclopedia. You had to go to your it's library. Encyclopedia. Unless you were a rich. Wait, yeah, isn't no, that like no. Wikipedia, but in a book? So, yeah, voodoo. Seems like he'd know something better. Yeah. Better yeah. spell. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I put, how, how is that doll not covered in blood? Yeah, I, have yeah, I, well. I, I did write that later on. Um, yes. I, also wanted, I, also wanted, I also wanted the scene where the cop had to explain to his superiors what happened to that toy store and fill out all the paperwork. <laughs> um, he started uh, uh, talking in like a, like a chanting thing. And Probably then, uh, voodoo. And um, lightning struck in the store. And did, you, did you see Ghostbusters? Everything exploded. It's like that. And uh, that, that's my statement. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. Is his soul in the doll? No, no, no. No, it's impossible. No, no, no. That would be ridiculous. Hey, where's the body? Uh, that's, that's another good question. No, he was infusing that doll with happiness. Obviously. Yeah. Now, is it like um, this one or this one or the one the guy just ran off with? Um... I think it's that one. <laughs> then we see the kid, um, uh, what's his name? What's the kid's name? Andy. Uh, um, oh my god, it is. It is Andy. <laughs> it's like in Toy Story, it's Andy. <laughs> this wow. kid is my This just got very surreal. There's a very clear connection <laughs> to these I, films. And then I totally the forgot Toy that. Story is like The Walking Dead. Making you know? his mom uh, the greatest breakfast we've ever uh, seen. Yeah, uh, pure this cholesterol and a heart attack. This yeah. kid is like the definition the, the of story Di- of Diabetes and cholesterol, that's what it was. Because he's pouring sugar on top of sugar. He's got, I mean, he scoops butter onto the toast. This kid's a beautiful person. I Why think, judge? I think the mother has a life insurance plan that Andy knows about. <laughs> and then this you see uh, is you see the pure nightmare fuel <laughs> that on the television that he's watching the, the, the good guys show. Oh my god, the the giant the, the, the doll giant person in the costume scared me. I you was know what? Like, oh Andy my god. will do Andy. You know? 
You do you, he will do he. Yeah, Andy, man, he he was going to have He's therapy amazing. before all this. Oh, and 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 you know, the the sequels do cover that. But um even if you treat this film as a standalone film, yeah, the amount of things that this Rick child witnesses is horrific. Yeah. Um the mom so, like, Can we just like call a therapist now for him like before the movie starts? I, if I, only. I no, I think Definitely, that the good guy show would take years to ingrain. Sl- like it would start with a tick in his eye, mm-hmm. and then slowly it starts to mumbling under his own breath. Uh, I want to be a good guy. I want to be a good guy. Uh, and then it it's ends full with blown, and then it ends holding with him, knees, rocking, uh, sewing his own clothes. Out he of has his, skin his own outfit and glowing and, and, and gluing his own red hair to his head, and then calling himself. He has good the same guy. outfit. Yeah, he, he does. does. The he, pajamas. Has, he has the pajamas. No, I'm saying like he sews like human skin. I'm pretty skin. sure he yeah. wears those pajamas 24-7. Yeah, I don't think you oh. see him in anything other than that. Except for a snowsuit in one scene. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, I love or how the mom gives him clothes for his suit. birthday. That's like a cardinal sin in my opinion. You do not give a child clothes for their birthday. Especially like a five-year-old. That's just mean. Yeah, so... And they put it in the biggest box. In the biggest box. Like <laughs> to the further kick in the face. trolling him. Big time. Because... Because she only pulls out a pair of pants and a shirt, like and that it, box is enormous. It's you can gigantic, fit, and it's the exact same you could size fit shape Andy as inside there easily. You easily could. It's so weird. Yeah, the mom was totally trolling that kid, and, so and she deserves all that cholesterol. He's just got the the kids got that crushing disappointment of like oh, that every child gets. I only deserves. wanted the one thing, mom. <laughs> you <laughs> had to make the box the exact same me. size. So uh, then the mom goes to work, and her her uh, kind of freewheeling best friend uh, is like, oh, there's a guy in the alley selling one of those good guy dolls that Andy wants, so he buys it, and then the, the boss is all a jerk to her when she comes yeah, back, like, sure. hey, we have, we have time for you to take a break. This isn't the time to take a break, and you need to work tonight, even though it's your kid's birthday. Yeah. It's classic. You know what I'm surprised? I'm surprised that that guy did not get killed in the film. Because, like, that's a classic 80s setup trope where you have the guy who's such a jerk and then later on in the film he dies. We never see that guy again. Yeah. It's, it's weird to not see him get some kind of comeuppance, though. Come in the films that we watch, we do, it we seems like he was set up for one. Too, yeah. yeah. Nope, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we haven't seen comeuppance in a while. I'm not a true comeuppance. comeuppance. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Probably all that, the outsiders but was once comeuppance. But you watch this but, you whole know. movie, you kind of get because there's really no... They go off on this other, like, I mean, literally this hunt, this manhunt for the doll that it just, it never comes back near that. Um, maybe if the guy had shown up at the, wondering where the mom is, I don't know. Yeah. I get I, it. It, it, it. It is a classic trope. It but just seems odd to me that there's, like, that character, and I, I guess it's actually probably good that that doesn't happen, because it would probably be like, oh, of course this guy's going to get You know what it was? In. They wrote it in, and then voodoo, and they had to cut that scene Voodoo. Out. They had to cut that scene yeah. out. Too many minutes. So, so they go um, to the back end of Lee Pedler, He gets the thing. They, um, they they bring it back. So she brings it home to Andy. And she's only home for a couple hours. And we see Andy talking to the doll. Now. Voice recognition. Hello. Yeah. In the Furbies 80s. weren't even around. Yet, there was, and that yeah, thing is immediately. That level of tech is insane. Which, by the way, surprises nobody. Because even though the doll is possessed. And we find, you know, Chucky's being manipulated. Uh, it's still like an advancement on everything we've known up until uh, robotics and, and AI. Right. 
I mean, it's light years ahead of what we have now. I don't even I don't even think Siri was as good as that thing. <laughs> Certainly doesn't appear to be. Uh, no disrespect. And so uh, the mom has to leave. Uh, I did because I, I wanted to know if you noticed this when the aunt goes to put Andy to bed. Okay, he goes. You got to go ahead and take care of your uh, brush your teeth. And he says, now. The doll is now whispering to Andy. He says, Chucky wants to watch the 9 o'clock news. Yes, because he's seen something related to... To his partner who abandoned him and led to him being killed. Yes. Now, Chucky gets put into the bed. Andy has to go and brush his teeth. The aunt goes back into the kitchen. The TV turns on. She turns around and Chucky is there. Okay, creepy enough. The tracking shot that they do next. She picks up the doll, goes over, gets Andy, turns around, comes back in. Was phenomenal. There's like, a lot of good. There's a lot of good tracking. There's a shots lot of great shots in this film, which I was very surprised at because it seems like, especially at the end with all the animatronics, it seems like a very hokey dokey kind of like B thriller. But there's like a high level of technical superiority in filmmaking. Yeah, yeah it's really weird. It, Isn't it? But it's one of the reasons they I definitely think put that all this their movie, money into the special effects. Yeah, no, Wait, they so definitely what did. did. My buddy doll do. I was gonna it, say I think that's one of the reasons why you don't. Kind of technology. You I don't see anyone big in this movie. All the money went to, like, the special effects. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you said. It's an an almost unknown cast. Yeah. Uh, Willow, as to your question, my buddy did nothing. It was a giant Cabbage Patch doll for boys. But there was also Kid Sister for the girls. Yep. Yep. Because... And every commercial was split in half for my buddy and then immediately Kid Sister. Yeah. So what's the point? He was your buddy. He was your buddy. Because you, you guys had no friends. Wherever Aww. you go, <laughs> well, it he was goes. The, it was the start of latchkey parenting, so yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kids were left at home because parents had to either were getting more divorces. We've already covered that in this podcast. Or uh, parents, both of them, had to start working. Or and they're so, both dead, and that's the only parent that or caretaker. Theme. Pretty much parents didn't exist, I guess, in, in, in our world. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's a cool tracking shot. Uh, Buddy again, uh, Buddy Chucky goes out and turns on the TV yet again because at this point I would just let him. Why does he want to watch the news? Well, he wants to know about his partner, what's going on with them. Because they say that he he got arrested and then escaped. Yes, or something, and so he wanted information about that. Now, his corpse. I do want to say something. Yeah, it makes me crazy. In, in in an irrational way, when I see a child telling the truth in a television or movie, and they are not believed by adults, I, I think it's a gut reaction that people don't like that anyway, but I have like an irrational reaction to it where I get really upset. So this whole movie, I'm like, I know the kid's telling the truth and nobody's going to believe him because it's insane, but yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I just, like, the, I was reminded of this in this film, and I'm like, yeah, that is... One of those buttons for me, when I see it, I go crazy. Where I'm like, the kid's telling the truth, stupid adults, the doll's alive, come on, I know it's ridiculous, but yeah. I don't, And so I, I tried to track it back to like a time in my life, it was yeah. like, was there a point where I was telling everybody the truth and nobody believed me, and I couldn't remember one. I, I don't even have like a specific example, but I just, yeah, it, it really gets to me. Uh, so many times. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I Willow's Willow. in the thick of this. So. Yeah, what do you think? So many times. Okay, I, tell you what. Give me, give me one time where you were telling the truth 
and I didn't think you were, that oh. resulted in your aunt being hit in the head with a hammer. I do have a story. Not being hit in the head, head with a hammer. hammer, but I did have to go to therapy all of second grade because no one believed me. About what? So I told this girl, I don't want to be her friend, and I got sent to therapy because the people at the school wouldn't believe me. Hmm. Yeah. Not how I remember that. So really? Because gonna... I said I didn't want to be friends, and no one believed that, and then she went crying, and then I was sent to therapy, and I never went to math class ever again that grade. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds very traumatic for you. Ah. So, no, did, well, did, like, did I, did I, I had to talk about how I had to share the TV because apparently people don't have just one T, or people do just have one TV. It was very odd. And we had to play board games. I think we played Candyland once. It's therapeutic. Got prizes. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible, horrible experience yeah. that has scarred you for life. I guess. I mean, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. You got on a math class. You got to play board games. Watch TV. And won prizes. And won prizes. <laughs> I Sounds like a field trip. <laughs> I don't know what my work covers for therapy, but I'm feeling kind of crazy. <laughs> um, did I did I tell the story about no. come on, on this podcast yes. about when I went skiing? Twice. No, no. Oh, I when thought I, you were talking about the whole Nintendo <laughs> keeping away thing. <laughs> you know, you're I, have to, okay, okay. And that's so, the time where you said something and I didn't believe you, and you talked about your Nintendo story. And oh, I there we go. You. Oh my god. Good pull, Willow. <laughs> Okay, so here's here's a story, and this this happened way later in my life. I, I don't think this is this is the root of my problem here, but it was um. We'll find out. I went skiing when I was a kid. I'm gonna say kid. I'm uh, 13 years old. We'll sure. Say. And okay, you're gonna say I, uh, gonna say I was skiing, and like halfway through the day, I took a fall, and my leg bent in a in a weird way. Yeah. And uh, I could I could stand, but it, it hurt. I remember telling my mom, I'm like, yeah, my 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 leg is really bothering me, and she's like, you're fine. Just ski the rest of the day, you'll be fine. So I do, it hurts, but I'm like, all right, fine, so you do it. And um, we had bunk beds as a kid. I was on the top bunk, my brother was on the bottom bunk. So I get I get home, and I'm, I tell my mom, I'm like, my knee really really hurts. And and she's like, you're fine, you're milking this, you know, you're going to school tomorrow. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, like, I'm serious, I'm really, really serious. She's just take some time, and I'm like, I can't climb to the top of my bed. I can't get on the bunk. And she's like... Then sleep on the floor. I don't care. Like, you know, you're not <laughs> you're not milking this. I don't believe you. You, you want to sleep on the floor. Life. That's your business. You do whatever you got to wow. do. Zero and, to 11 and oh, caring. Oh, no, 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 no. This gets even better. So it goes to 12. No, the next morning, I wake up and I'm trying to put pants on. My knee has swollen so large I can't get pants over my knee to put them on. I'm showing this to my mom. She begrudgingly decides <laughs> she will bring me to a doctor. I don't know what she thought I was doing to make my knee like double the size of the other one. I'm like, look at this. And they're like, oh yeah, your son has a sprained knee. He shouldn't be walking on it. And I'm like, I skied on it all yesterday. And they're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. That's a terrible idea. Who told you to do that? And I'm like, my mom did. And she's like, oh, uh, and I'm like, well, what do I do? They're like, oh, you've got to wrap that. You've got to stay off it for like a week. Like, no, that's a serious deal. And yeah, no. And still, to this day, I've brought this up to my mom. And she was like, it wasn't that big of a deal. No, <laughs> no, no, it really was. The bone wasn't out or anything, mom, but it was a big deal. Like, come on. So yeah, I don't know why you can't track it down to anything specific that makes you feel like this. That's, yeah, that's one time. But I mean, but even then. Oh I mean, yeah, when I um, sprained my ankle, it really hurt. No one believed me. I went to the nurse. She's like, oh, it's fine. 
tootled off to some other person. <laughs> tootled. <laughs> tootled. <laughs> I'm like, ow, like, can I just, like, not walk up, like, the three flights of stairs it takes to get to my classroom? Like, nothing? And I'm just like, fine, I'll write you a pass. I'm like, thank you? <laughs> yeah, it really hurt. Awkward silence. My well, I just off. realized we haven't even got the junkies' first kill yet. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, this is crazy. Okay, Hammer, so no one stops the mom from going to the crime scene. Still has a cut onto the death. Well, you know, we can we can kind of skip forward to where people Let's are get. already believing that Andy is making up that the doll's talking to him. Well, and then we have a, another great low tracking shot that's Chucky running around the apartment. Yes, yes, and he, for no reason that I can tell, kills. Aunt Maggie. Yes. Now, Willow. Probably because she dragged it by the arm. Like, yeah. I will say this. Was it? Aunt Maggie kind of had no. She kind of had a comment. Wouldn't let him watch the news, and was pretty rough with him. Okay. Um. At one point, it looks like his arm is dislocated, (laughs) and really, he should be almost dead. Although, (laughs) after we find out later, apparently he's got an antimantian. Skeleton in there, right? Yeah, and he's not made of fluff. But what? what I, I guess the the, th- the thing that I was like, was it like a test? Like, oh, I'm a doll now. Can I still kill? <laughs> okay, yes, I can. Mission accomplished. Okay, good. I'm good. True. I got it. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm I, the size of a four year old. Can I still? But it seems like you're already drawing unwanted attention. If, if his ultimate goal is like, okay, I want to kill my like, partner like who abandoned boy. me and the cop who shot me, why do you then kill? Aunt Maggie, who just complicates it, because now the cops are looking into the family. There's scrutiny on the little boy. I'm just saying. Uh, Greg, Greg. Cocaine fueled ladies. Not even that. Remember, he's the strand. He's not. He's, he's not, not thinking things through. He's not thinking things through. Okay. He just Fair goes. Enough. I mean, he. I mean, he doesn't even kill the voodoo guy his, normally. His brain's yeah. not developed, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's in a little doll's body now, so he doesn't know what's going on. He does know. He, I do he's got a little doll's I, brain. I do like oh. that thought that it was a test run that was successful, like Ralph Macchio. Yeah, um, but no, I think he was just ticked off and went ahead and, and stabbed her or hammered her. Uh, she falls out the window. Willow made a great point. We thought this was just so unusual. So not only does the mother. Go through the entire front line in the street, up the elevator, into the apartment. Nobody looks at her. Nobody stops her. If you look at the background, there's a cop sitting reading a paper. Another one's making coffee. (laughs) That's all. They could care less about the body that just fell out of the window. Nice. No one's examining it. (laughs) Honestly, if that was CSI, Grisham would have gone in and just started shooting people. That's how much contamination there is. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to make some coffee over here. You know, uh, They find little shoe prints in the flower at the top, which, again, Chucky nothing, clearly. And they go, why would your son be up there? Uh, looking at this crime scene, I would assume one of the cops put him up there <laughs> yeah. to ask him questions. <laughs> yeah. Because there is just no kind of evidence contain- containment anywhere in this apartment. The only piece of evidence they take is the hammer to get checked, which never comes up. Never comes back, yeah. yeah. It's such an odd scene. Other than <laughs> it's a little hammer, yeah. And so then, uh, then uh, it's a Andy... fun-sized hammer. It's a fun size. No, stop it! You said that so many times during this movie. I'm out. <laughs> so the cops leave. Andy's talking to his mom. Mom is getting angry because Andy is convinced is is saying that Chucky's talking to him. So she got out of the night shift. And then, like a pro, Andy goes, "Mom, are you mad at me because Aunt Maggie's dead?" Instant. And she's guilt. like. 
This kid yes, is I a am. guilt machine. I was like, what a what a pro move that is. Like, you're not mad at me. Kid will not. You're mad at somebody else. Kid will do great in psychology. Uh, yep. And then she keeps trying to listen to, to Chucky to see if she can hear him talking. But, you, you know, again, Chucky is smart enough to know what's going to on. To know what's happening, yeah. Uh, now he's suddenly figured out plots and, and, and cover-ups. Right. So the uh, one a great scene I love is when uh, she drops Andy off to the daycare or the school. I, I don't yeah. know which it is. And he just immediately turns around because Chucky has told him, like, hop, hop, a subway train. Which no one seems cons- concerned that there's a child by himself okay, in we, a very bad he part he, of the town. He, he can we talk about how it started? So, like, all the other kids, they're getting, like, handed in with their hands attached to their parents' hands. Well, walking into the school... Like, and she's like, well, you're at the front lawn. You're a good kid. You'll just go. <laughs> she made, but didn't even keep him home mistake. like a day after probably witnessing a murder. Like, or committing or a horrific one, as accident. they thought. <laughs> or no. committing one. Yeah, well, that's that's more to the point. Yeah, could he be dangerous? But Willow made a great point. Yeah, it, she doesn't even walk him in. And then he runs out. He, he hops a hu- subway. He walks through the ghetto. Oh, yeah. Freewheeling 80s. Nobody, nobody even looks at him like nothing. Huh. Nothing. Nothing. You know, I now, I, I have to say personally, if I saw that nowadays, I, I wouldn't do anything either. I'd just be like, <laughs> if, if somebody sees me looking at this kid, they're going to think I'm weird. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend <laughs> I don't see this kid and I'm going to go by my day. Well, I maybe, but, I would maybe try and find a cop. But, yeah. I mean, but, like, you're yeah. absolutely right. So when I was a kid, I remember to walk to my kindergarten, it was like at least half a mile. Um, and I walked up in backwoods. I used to walk through a, uh, it was a, a warehouse where they loaded tractor trailers. Literally, there would be tractor trailers like parked halfway in the street. Me and my buddies, we would just duck under the trailers and walk under. <laughs> no, like, nice. we were, we were so, we should have died a hundred times. Yeah. And yet, this is exactly what was going on. And so this kid, when he starts walking around, I'm like, you know what? To us today, this looks so weird. But back then, I guarantee kids that size we're riding the bus by you're, themselves. You're right. It's 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 like just is it latchkey parenting. That's yeah, it started, and this is 1988 or 89. This is 89. late 80s. Where did Andy get the cash for that trip? Uh, it's Chicago, and they have a monorail that goes throughout the city, which I believe is either it, it either was free or you get a pass. Hmm. Okay. It's free. I think it was free back in the 80s. Fair so enough. That was kind of one of the selling points for it. Huh. Or I'm completely wrong, and Information uh, I'm going to guess Chucky knifed a hobo. <laughs> Don't, yeah, and, he and knifed Andy a hobo. Went, and Andy was just like, okay. Or, or, or he said, just uh, dip into mom's purse, grab grab a you know a fin, and uh, off we go. Okay, that sounds much better. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds much better. Much what did you say, Willa? It's on there. So all the people that are listening to me know, and no one else. I'm, uh, it's so You'll rough. You'll find out Great later. Great podcasting. Great <laughs> she does it all the time. She puts little little notes under us while we're talking, and they're hilarious. Because you guys are boring. That, whoa. We were talking about the tram system of Chicago. Yeah, I'm boring. <laughs> we're we're talking about mass transit, thank you very much. You'll show some respect to the well, mass transit system. Apparently I have an attention disorder, and that did not catch my attention. It was riveting. So. I was literally on the edge of my own seat. Yeah, he was. That's just because you don't know how to sit on a chair. <laughs> Jesus. I can put... She put you in your place. Willow <laughs> is just dominating oh, this podcast. She's dishing See, out justice. Time, except guys, for actual commentary on the film. Guys, well, another yeah. time you didn't believe me. My wrist hurts. And I put it <laughs> <laughs> I had it on carrots. And you guys were like, no, take it off. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said nothing. 
don't want me into this. <laughs> nope, you guilt guys, my proxy. Yeah, we're both dads. We're in me. trouble now. Greg, you should be on my side because I'm a child not being listened to. <laughs> okay. I didn't say. I She's t- got a good point. Uh, I'm switching sides. I didn't say. Whoa. <laughs> okay, which one of you knuckleheads? That was that? not me. <laughs> Can we just get through the movie? <laughs> All right, so. Uh, 40 minutes where in. Where they're Ow. headed is, of course, to the the partner who bailed, who, of course, lives in squalor. Yeah. You know, um, guys, when story, comes rubber. Long story short, uh, Chucky turns on the gas, knowing the guy's going to shoot at him and blow his house up. Which, I, by the way, doesn't actually serious work. Serious gas leak, yeah. bro. Now, I, I will say, <laughs> you could see Andy outside that house, and, like, he has permanent hearing damage just being that close oh, to the blast. Oh, uh, he should have been blown 70 feet away. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yep. But it smash cuts to police station where police are violating Andy's constitutional yes. rights by getting yes. him to talk without parental consent or a lawyer. Which, again, not surprising in the 80s whatsoever. In Chicago, you say? Police <laughs> not going by the book, you say? What? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, yes. Used to me. Yeah, they're probably just like, oh, this is a good precinct. We didn't beat him once. Yep. You know, come on. Which, by, oh, you know what? Just going to, uh, just one more reason why this kid is messed up. When the guy wakes up, he thinks he hears something and he shoots his gun. And Andy goes, runs, runs towards, towards the shots. Yes. That kid is just asking for trouble. Big time. Um, anyway, the mom shows up. She gets the kid. Once again, Andy's, Andy's in the psych him, ward. Uh, yeah, no, nope, no, nope, it's he, me, it's me, gets, uh, it's, 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 it's Chucky, it's Chucky, it's Chucky, but, but he comes clean and he says, Chucky said he was going to kill me if I told you he was talking to me. Yeah. This is where he starts saying that, like, you know, he was saying weird stuff and, and by the way, and he gets so, put in the psych ward so for I think a this, few days. I'm okay with this being our opening when he starts demanding Chucky talk. Okay. Um, but I think it really goes to, I think this is children you, not being believed. Not only that, you had started mentioning that this film has tinges of psychological thriller yeah, fortunes. If, if, and this is a good one that shows that. If you if you had edited this differently, you could have done like a is the kid actually the killer? If yes. you had cut out that scene where he clearly puts his soul into the doll. Yeah. If that scene's gone and you're watching it where it's just like Andy gets a doll and now there's murders happening for more than half, I think, the film. You'd be like, is Andy killing people or is the doll killing people? You really wouldn't know. Uh, but, of well, course, we do know because we saw at the beginning of the film and with the low tracking shots and stuff. See, I didn't understand the beginning, um, so that still would have stood until the end. Well, no. Uh, I uh, in, in, like, the partner. You in, see the doll's hand. You see hand. the doll's hand and stuff. So, like, you know, there's scenes yeah. that would have to be removed. You'd, but, have to re- you'd have to re-edit it, but I, I, I agreed with you on this. Um, he goes to a psych ward. The mom brings the doll home. Why? And this is where we find out the batteries were never in the doll. Which I said, when were batteries ever included? included. <laughs> yep. Because this must be when they started that, because there's another movie we'll watch eventually called Batteries Not Included. But that's that's a big thing because they weren't. They were never included. Ever. So it must have been in the 80s that that started. But it was very pivotal for this. And by the way, they're good guy batteries. That's right. They're branded. They're branded. And then the mom says... <laughs> I'm gonna burn. I'm gonna burn you if you don't talk. And she starts the fireplace up, and uh, Chucky comes to life and immediately attacks her. Now, I like this scene because having watched all these stupid sequels as they go on, Chucky's face has a very distinct look to it. Up until this point, he's looked like the good guy with bigger yes. cheeks. The lips are fuller. 
um, obviously the coloring, but the eyes, just the way the eyebrows and the forehead are smoothed and shaped. Yep. Now he goes, put me down, you stupid bee. And now you see Chucky face. And I was like, damn, that's a transition. And the yep. effects of the doll's face are great. I was shocked how well they held up. Amazing. Yeah. They, I was like, oh man, that is fantastic. Yeah. You know what I didn't understand? Yo. So he's like, ah, like, let me go. She drops him. He rolls away. And then she was looking for him. Like, why would you do that? Oh, right, after he at got the him very <laughs> Like, be happy he's gone. Right. Maybe, but, maybe run out of the apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what he would have done. When she's looking under there, he could have just grabbed her face off at that point. What's yeah, he's still under the, there. The such plays dead again. I, it, it, it didn't make sense. It's odd, and and his strength seems to like go in and out. Where like, well, he's still transforming. You see, I, I, that that makes a little bit of sense. Where it's like you know. Killing a, killing a woman yes. in one blow hard enough to knock her back like five feet and out a window like well you got to be pretty tough. Here's I the thing: I almost that. feel like when he hit her in the hammer with the head, I don't think that killed her. It was a surprise. And yeah, then and she was back. shocked and she fell to the wall. Okay, I, only because she does step back a couple times. It's not like she falls right back. Okay, but with the mom, I'm with Willow. Why even play dead at all? We, you know you can move and run. Yep, the cat's out of the bag, as it were. Yeah. There's a cat in a bag. How's it going to breathe? That's not... Anyway. <laughs> so, eventually, Chucky does eventually get out of the apartment. Um, the mother proves we can outrace elevators. Congratulations. Uh, oh, yeah. And so, so she gets yeah. all the way to the bottom. Chucky, unfortunately, gets out. There's snow on the ground. He had to have left Prince. Yeah, you would think. Maybe his... Oh, oh, wait. Wait a minute. Voodoo. But he left it in the flower. Voodoo. He didn't use voodoo. Oh, he didn't use voodoo. He learned voodoo. from his mistakes, Willow. Yep. And he's like, oh, got to cast my voodoo footprint spell. Greg, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how voodoo that's how, that's, I will have you know that's 100%. I will now leave no footprints. I, I've blown it. You see any footprints? I don't. None. <laughs> Well, they also haven't moved. I don't feet. know. Uh, Boom. Yeah, but you know, I, I and can't this prove is he's one. Left a footprint. I can't prove you it. You can't prove it. Yeah. This is so one. you're right. So races out. Um, she mom, mom sets off. Oh, that's that's right. She confronts the cop and is like, "Everything is true. My son is correct. There is a murderous doll afoot." Now, the this is where family of watch now, jobs. This is where I don't like some movie, and I get in the heat of the moment. Maybe this is why. I don't like TV or film that does this. She gets to him with three words. She could turn this whole thing around because the kid has already said his real name is Charles, Charles Lee Ray. Ray. Charles Lee Ray. If she says to the cop, no, 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 it, it's the doll's alive. My son said it's something about a, a Charles Lee something or other. The cop's got to be on board. At, at a minimum, he knows the guy was near a doll that looked just like this and... Where would she pull that name out of? Well, other than it, I guess it was on. TV. It was on TV because that's the thing but, is she's like I don't know who that is. At some point he says Charles Lee Ray and she's yeah, like no, I don't know in who the bedroom. that is. When he, oh, later on, yeah, yeah. okay. So she, eventually she decides to head to find out where the doll the peddler was. was found by yes. the peddler. Uh, she finds him. It turns Why out it's from that still guy. Still be in that alley after committing pretty much black market. Well, she lo- well, she goes she to that goes area to like a of shanty town. town. Yeah, she goes to that area of where town. Where they all live. Because you know what? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, just like that, um... You know, Bumsville. No, that, yeah. like that bus station in 
babysitters. No one comes, no one leaves. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of. It's kind of true. Yeah, because she does, and she she asks. Her, there are scenes of her asking around for him. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, she finds him, and I gotta say, all those bums are very helpful and very with it. They're all like, "Oh no, I'm sorry." <laughs> Have you seen this person? Not one person is like potatoes. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Nope, sorry." I was I was blown away at how coherent they all were. Well, I'm very sorry, ma'am, but I have not seen it. <laughs> yes. Perhaps if you check her along the the water's edge. I would have loved that scene. <laughs> but then she finds the guy, and he goes, oh, it's going to cost you. So she gives him money. Not he, enough money, Paul. Hold on. He throws it at her face like, you are living in squalor. I get it. Not enough. You still want to have some fun time with her. Dollar's a dollar, man. Yeah. <laughs> Especially an 80s dollar. <laughs> However, I need a dollar. Cop shows up at the nick of time, stops Just everything, gets the info, and this whets his appetite, if you will, <laughs> because he, he finds out that it was from the same store he was blown up in. Yes. Now what? he does. Now he's got that seed of doubt in his mind. Yes. Uh, he drops her off. Goes to the police station to pick up the CLR file, Charles Lee Ray, and uh, gets uh, Strang by <laughs> Charles Lee Ray in the car. He has Strang. <laughs> I, I will say, you know what's hilarious? The Almost the same scene happens in Child's Play 2 where Chucky, like, strangles a guy in a car. Yeah. I, it's Wait, funny. there's a ch- another Chucky? There's, like, six of these movies. There's, yeah, there's, there's Char- one, two, three, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, and there may be another one oh, after that. Though. And there's yeah. a new one that just came out. There are more of them. A lot more. Um, anyway, as far as this goes, he Night starts getting attacked. Monroe. Chucky needs to get a grip on what he wants out of life. I agree. He's all over the map. Because he starts out by straw. Yep. And it doesn't work. <laughs> nope. And then he's got a knife. And he starts just poking through. Again, crazy strong to jam a butcher knife through a seat. Uh, it's more like, yeah, a knife. I think it's a Bowie knife. But anyway, he's jamming Still. it through a seat. Like David and, Bowie knife? And by the way, I don't know if you've ever been in a car. I can't move myself that quickly while no. also keeping pace. I would have been stabbed every time he stabbed through that seat. <laughs> yes. I would have been dead <laughs> yes, very I early. Been, I would have died. He yeah. would have had to go underneath and, and jam up at my jimmies. I would have been dead. I would have been dead. The first dead one to come through. Yeah. Because how do if you look at a car seat, it's 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 rectangular. Yep. Why does and I've seen this in other movies. Why does everybody just imagine from behind? Got it. Okay. The person sitting in front of me, they're rectangular-ish. Uh, the seat is rectangular-ish. I bet you their spinal cord is exactly a foot to the left. Yeah. I'm no doctor, but the anatomy is telling me to aim about five inches this way. It can't possibly be in the center where the back would be. Right. No, well, I think it's aiming for the, side. the heart. Because the cop doesn't even move at the first. It just comes to its side. No, you're right. It, it's a good foot off its so target. I, just, I feel like Chucky's going for a kidney shot. And, and he, you, what you're but saying his is, arms don't know how far to go. He's as good a knifer as he is a strangler. It's a stratter. <laughs> no, he, he's no. He he wanted to be a stabber, but instead he's a sta- uh, attempted strangler. I think is what we can charge him with. Attempted stabbing. Attempted strong. Um, and then he, so the 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 car gets flipped underneath. over. How does Chucky miss so much? The car the car gets flipped over. Know. But there what? is something important that we learn in in this scene. And Chucky it's, doesn't know how to finish anything. <laughs> well, well, we, we, we knew that. <laughs> really, if he took one more stab, it, he would have been good. No, right? the cop the cop pulls out his cigarette lighter in the car and hits Chucky in the face with it, and it hurts Chucky. Yes. 
And yeah. that's where we find out in the next scene, yeah. he's slowly becoming human. Yes. That's why the cigarette lighter hurt him when it burned his doll face when it shouldn't have. His doll uh, face. The, uh, <laughs> the cop... I'm with you, Willa. Is che- is, uh, the cop, apparently not aware that you put gasoline, which is highly flammable in cars to run it, just begins shooting willy-nilly through the car to try to hit Chucky. On top of that, when the car finally stops and it's upside down, Chucky is in the window. He's got the knife in hand. He could have finished him off so easily. And he stabs the the door next He's to him. Just playing with him. What the hell? Yeah, Chucky. We're, you know, we gotta have a talk. We gotta sit down and talk about so this. So now thing. you're the attempted stab stabber. He's you're the strong attempter. He's just. He's, He's just, an attempter. You know what? I got a feeling he didn't finish high school either. Oh, underachiever. There you go. This doll. Uh, the last few questions through. on every math test. But now he's angry that he got hurt, so we're just going to try and get through this a little bit. We're, we're an hour ahead. Well, we can... There's going to be a lot of editing on this one. Um, but we get, to the, we get to the next scene where he goes, and now we find out it's paid off a little bit because there's two key scenes that are going to happen next. First of all, the wife and the cop, or the mother and the cop, they head to Charlie Ray's apartment. And there's all this stuff. An orgy shows. of evidence. <laughs> yes. That he is really into voodoo. However, the best part about this What scene, could explain? Well, the best part about this is before this, the, the mother goes, well, we should go and see if he's gone back to his apartment. And the cop goes, we've searched we've, his apartment searched everywhere. Apartment. There's nothing of any use there. He says, of use. He's got murals. Oh, mur- <laughs> a very impressive mural, by the way. <laughs> of voodoo stuff. All, of dark magic. A bunch of and mannequins. And the doll is alive. I know. Put it together, what? buddy. Come on. Uh, and then and then we cut to John, the voodoo contact. Is that his name? John, yes. Okay. Who? You know, like Why all great voodoo <laughs> John. Why would you teach a killer that? Okay. This... Okay. So, first of all, John is surprised <gasps> that a doll is talking to him. What? Um, he then, he then, then explains... Well, usually your, it's your, chicken heads. Your body is becoming human. Yes. And this, I'm assuming this is the part that you're saying is very important. He says, you have to transfer, transfer your soul into the first person you revealed yourself to, which is Andy. And that makes sense as to why the doll doesn't just hightail it out of there. Or transfer his soul into the second person he ran into any other human it has to be but he doesn't know that up until this point right but he had but like i I mean you think he would have tried it like they don't show that i don't know it's weird well i i think no i think what he no i think charles lee ray i think chucky just thinks oh i'm stuck in this body forever i just want to know why i'm being hurt I think oh, that's okay. why yeah. okay i don't think i'll he, buy that i, I think legit. he thinks the spell is a one-time shot which that i mean magic like that i can kind of get no what i think the scene is key is not only that it absolutely reveals that part but just it ties into that opening scene of when he does the because the, up until this point i kept thinking that scene should be cut entirely it makes no sense to have it in there just make the doll come to life and we just his soul get transferred in he's too bad for heaven and hell i don't know but now we got this this backstory. It raises the stakes for the film. Yes, it brings Andy back it into in. it. Yes, and, it does. One hundred percent. So yeah, that's where it all. It's very good writing because so it's pretty much however, like a ribbon. However, if he had strangled the cop, never finds out. Eventually, becomes a human doll, mm-hmm. and the movie ends. That's a very good point, right? So it's a, it's actually a good thing he's a straw and not a straw and Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
So there's um, a hyphen. He then takes the uh, 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 Chucky takes the voodoo the doll, there is. <laughs> breaks the guy's yeah. arms and legs to tell and then, him what's going on. And then instead of stabbing him like a regular person, he stabs the doll, assuming that'll do the same. We've thing. already seen he can't hit anybody. He's yeah. I mean the doll is immovable. Which by the way, yeah, is this doll on doll violence? Ooh, it is. I don't get it. It's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that bit. We have a moment of silence for that bit. Okay, there we go. go. I looked at Greg, I said it. I looked at Willow, and she just gave me a nonplussed. I don't nope. get it. <laughs> nope. Not I'm out. Completely <laughs> uncaring so about my uh, down. The cop and the mom arrive <laughs> to hear John's final words, which I. I don't remember. I don't anyway, um, uh, so now him. Andy is in what looks to be a straight-up prison, not right? a psych ward. Without windows. Without windows. <laughs> Bars on the windows, but no, like, planes of glass. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, so Andy fakes out Chucky, who has, you know, stolen yeah. the keys, and there's a chase. A doctor finds Andy. There's so many sharp things. It's however, so however, this is where there is beginning to be more and more semblance of, of Andy's truth. Because the doll attacks the doctor. Yeah, the doctor uh, is classic. Like, oh, Andy, you know, we're just we're gonna give you a shot to calm you down, and then oh wait, no, never mind. The doctor gets, dies because he gets electrocuted. Gets electrocuted. Never mind. Yeah, which is a bit of a comeuppance for what he was about to do to Andy, but eh, whatever. What? What to to, to give him like a, yeah, a shot to knock know. him out? He seemed like a jerk. He did. Yeah. So Andy, Andy witnesses Chucky electrocuting this yes. doctor to death. Yes. So um, add that to yeah. the list. And then the mom says, if Andy's in trouble, he's going to head home. So that's where we need to go. That's why I've always told yes. him, if you're ever how in trouble, find, run home. How would he, how would he home? get home? I don't know. But he probably, how, he knows how did he get home? He rode the tram already and went into how, Hobosville. How would he find home? I I, 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 I get lost down the street, no, let's no, no, be no. honest. And Andy clearly has walked the street many, many times. That's right. He's very familiar with yeah. Chicago. When he walks down the street they call him. Chicago. They call him Rambling Andy. Everybody knows Andy. Everybody knows <laughs> he's him. just walking down. <laughs> What's up, man? My man. That's right. Yeah, right, right. Getting the wink of the gun. Yeah. When Andy walks <laughs> down guess, the street, I guess that bit's going nowhere. People cross the street to be on the same side as Andy. That's Ba-boom. how cool he is. <laughs> that was awful. Anyway, yo. Um, <laughs> so anyway, one thing I will say, and I think both of you will agree, Andy gets home. He barricades the door. What's the film missing? A Home Alone as booby trap scene. <laughs> yes. Yes. That totally was missing. Oh my god! When he comes down the chimney, now they are in—they're in an apartment. Where is that chimney connected to? It's probably connected to other chimneys. Yeah, it's so make any sense. System. So how did Chucky find the right one? And I get he's a doll, but most of those flues are pretty small. I was gonna say, yeah, I, 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 the doll's big for a doll. It's got a giant head. <laughs> and and and. <laughs> Being being, a, you say being, that. being a roofer, yeah, being a roofer, I can tell you, people cage in openings so like oh, raccoons don't get into time. their house or well, squirrels or whatever. That. Let's let's just think that for that. Well, second. he's neither. And, he's allowed in. Well, wait a second. It gets it goes one step beyond because now to do this logically, Chucky's checked the door, can't get in. Right. Fair enough. He's gone to the roof. Okay. There's got to be multiple You know, he chimneys. just has roof access. <laughs> right. Like, like roof evil access. dolls all do. <laughs> like they do. Well, didn't you see him in the jail? He's just walking around the side like, oh, hey. I guess you're right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> roof access voodoo. Voodoo. <laughs> I was going to say, come on, we know this by now. He used the voodoo Santa Claus spell to get down the chimney. Oh, he, yeah. yep. The old, the old CC oh. routine. 
Does he have the power of voodoo? <laughs> no. I had the song in my head right before nope. we voodoo? did it. Voodoo? Nope. You do? Nope. <laughs> Who do? Nope. The babe? No. Nope. What babe? Nope. The babe with the voodoo. I'm regretting that. The babe with the power. <laughs> the babe with the power. Power of The power voodoo. of voodoo. Voodoo. <laughs> <You do. laughs> <laughs> I'm giving that it. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> anyway, Miss Chucky movie. does get in completely unsoot covered because he keeps that carpet clean. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Never gets never gets soot anywhere. I will say, well, you this, know what? This That's film, just his courtesy. This film does a great job showing how often like five year olds just fall over because Andy does it like every other I scene. Know, he every falls five over. Seconds. Which, you know, which having, having a five year old, okay. like yeah, they are clumsy. Sometimes yeah, yeah. they'll walk in a straight line and just fall over. Like it yeah. happens. So, so do I. It's okay. Anyway. Um, so then. And he takes a blow to the skull via Chucky. Yep. Just hits him right in the head with a bat and knocks him out. Now, um, I do kind of have problems where I see that in movies where people get knocked out. But that's neither here nor there. Yep. Uh, now, or anywhere. Chucky attacks the mom. Um, he, he starts the spiritual ritual on Andy. Yes. The mom and the cop bust in. Yes. Uh, they stop him. Uh, he starts fighting with the cop and the mom. Uh, yeah. You know, Chucky only this has two. wouldn't have ever happened if he just stayed in the closet. You know, I... If Andy stayed in the closet, yeah, at first nah, he like, would have been. He would have been found. No, at first I was like, you know, the closet's not the brightest idea. And then as he's like going out to meet Chucky, he's like, maybe the closet was a better idea. You could have like hidden in a coat, you know, old movie style, when you don't want to see your friends at the mall style, you know. Yeah, it's not even that though. He tries swinging at him with a with a wooden ball bat, which I guess is okay. Nah. But clearly, this kid has the power of uh, of Voodoo. direction, not not oh, you know, not he's Voodoo. not Babe Ruth. He's more like Magellan. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't speak baseball. Famous cartographer, mapped much of the world, went around South America. Ferdinand Magellan. Oh, didn't you get, like, lost in a plane in Malaysia? <laughs> that would that... be Amelia Earhart. Oh, that's it. That is quite a different person. <laughs> uh, by a couple hundred years. <laughs> I learned about that in sixth grade reading class. Yep. <laughs> They beat up Chucky. Uh, the mom eventually throws him into the the fireplace to burn uh, him up. And uh, by the way, this is going to be our stinger because it's oh, just so fantastic. I'm your friend to the end, Andy. <laughs> this you is were, the end, this friend. My, this is the end, my friend. <laughs> so good. To which I say, who so knew Andy harsh. was such a Doors fan? Right. Uh, not only that, I wrote. Uh, well, this all. All of the murdered gold has finally taken its toll on poor Andy because he has taken none of it. And the, the film constantly does this. Andy is just witnessing horrors over and over again. Yes. You see what everyone has now come to ex- to, to, to accept as what is a, a small person now on fire screaming for yes. his life. And everyone's just sitting there like, and oh. Andy, Andy, and Andy just, just taking looks- it in. He's got that mile, dead eye, five hundred mile stare yep. from Vietnam. Oh, yeah, no, no, totally, totally, yep. totally. Uh, the doll eventually burns up. They kind of kick it. It looks dead. Now, Somehow, it doesn't set the apartment on fire. I want to know how that works. Well, right? it, as, well saying, like this apartment, as we all know, it's voodoo. Nope, nope. No. Uh, as we all know, but toys from the eighties hardly ever flammable. Instantly, put themselves out. Because none of them were made with petroleum products from Mexico. Oh, of course not. <laughs> Mexico! And never go up like bonfires in, nope. in July. Um, so yeah, no one, and this is so classic in this movie, not one person is like, maybe we should double check yes. that he's no really sanitary. dead this time. Before sending John, Andy alone. Well, John, exactly. Well, John even says you have to 
shoot him. In, you have to in the heart. You, you have, have to, to kill him destroy in the heart. his heart. You have to destroy his heart. So, uh, which basically, I guess, these people took as uh, tell him bad things and he'll he'll get sad. <laughs> yeah, there we because go. Because nobody walks up and makes sure he's dead. And now uh, this is where for this horror for this in a horror movie from the eighties, I get the five endings. It, but it, it, it did it's seem tiresome. A little yeah. bit long. Yeah, and the yeah. worst one. Is the end when the cop shows up and he gets grabbed in the throat? That's so dumb. That's the one that was too much. When in the hallway, you could you could take one more scary because it's crawling, it's melting, it looks phenomenal. The mom goes up and does the old uh, uh, dirty Harry, not in my day. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I love I love the mom is shooting into the ground. There's people clearly under her that live there. (laughs) Yeah, like. The only thing I thought about no. is, like, she neighbors look up. Yeah, she oh, could have killed Tuesday, people. you know. <laughs> right, yeah. they just underneath. It was like, well, Martha, it appears someone's yeah. shooting at the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks over, Martha has taken two in the chest. He's <laughs> now bleeding to death. Well, that life insurance is going to come in quite handy. You know, like, oh, well, because geez. people below sip their tea. And um, just focus on the paper, honey. So, <laughs> what yeah. are you going to say, Willow? Huh? I wasn't gonna say anything. I don't know what you're so yeah, the mom the mom shoots him. Okay. And the partner shows up. Of course, he's still not dead. They shoot him yeah. again. Apparently, now they think he's finally dead. Um, she if I may, bit. Andy uh, like or a vampire. Chucky. What's that? She gets bit like a vampire. Yeah, a couple times. Chucky is on. If we're looking at the door, he's on the left side of the door. After being shot through the heart, which I guess wasn't fully formed, or she missed that point blank yeah, range, whatever. Maybe it's only the size of a quarter. Because it's not a doll, right? That's a good point. It okay. crawls either into a ventilation shaft immediately, or this is what I think is funnier, and I would have loved to have seen this shot. They're all in the bedroom talking, the cops trying to convince the partner... And in the background, we just slowly see the chuck uh, crawling uh, past, uh, and then uh, and then inexplicably just jumps out because he comes out of an air vent. Yeah, I yeah, would have cool. died laughing if the just cops. Di- the cops I don't care. Question: How anyone's going to believe them? This poor kid just wanted a dog. Andy looks back. <laughs> Andy looks back and surveys. He just the wanted a happy good birthday. guy. That's all he wanted. Andy looks back, surveys the damage again, freeze frame on Andy, end of film. Oh my god. Because they knew there was no way that they could write a halfway decent happy ending where Andy is not blamed for the murders of all these people. Oh my god. Guys, lesson, don't cheap out on your children. Well, what I picture... I have that down, don't buy things in a back alley. Uh, I I absolutely have uh, that down. Yes, that's... Willow, you stole my line. I'm <laughs> you glad stole we all my line the last What is the moral time? of the movie? Don't cheap out on, on now, your kids' parents. Now, I, I said, question this film raises, okay? Yeah. When Chucky shows up to that voodoo guy's place, John, John is, like, terrified. He's like, oh! So, now, <laughs> John, <laughs> you're a practitioner of voodoo. This is working. So, so one... I think he just assumed it was... Oh, fake. If voodoo is real, if voodoo is real, what else is real? That's that's what I would like. Our <laughs> vampires on the table. Our on the table. What else? There's a lot. To this. Well, corns are real. Then, secondly, if voodoo is legit, why hasn't that taken off as like the predominant religion on the planet? Where someone's like, "Hey, well, hey, media, I'm gonna why die." David Bowie singing everywhere, and I'm gonna put my body into this doll. Just, just, just watch, and no, no, and it happens. I like, think no. I think I'm with Willow. I think this guy is like. So what I do is I, and he's got he's got like a heavy Brooklyn. Right, of course he does. Uh-huh. I can't do Chicago, so it's gonna be Brooklyn again. Because he because he has the the Islander yeah. accent, but you just know he's like as soon okay, as they leave. So, 
It's so what, uh, what I did to this guy is I told him all the voodoo. So and, I thought uh, about this thing. It's called, uh, it's called uh, you paid Santa, 50 bucks Santa a Maria, week. something like that. Anyway, it's got, uh, uh, you sell him some candles. You sell him some chicken heads. You sell him some spices from the island. And then you tell him to cast the spells. It's all fantastic. 300 bucks later. he's just, oh, God. Oh, God, it's real. Oh, God, it's real. Oh, God, it's real. Oh, God, it's real. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Put now, the doll down. Put the doll down. Put the doll down. Now... The other thing, if if that part of the voodoo is if if the voodoo's legit, why doesn't Charles Lee Ray like raise an undead voodoo army to take over the world? I'm, so many unanswered questions. Because we don't want to be a doofenshmirtz and finish well, the verb. You gotta keep your goals small. We do. We do know <laughs> why. Grow it. So try the area, then world. We do know why. No, we do know why. Because Charles Lee Ray doesn't finish things. <laughs> That's right. I oh, bet there's cut yes. scenes where he's like digging a body and he just quits. And he's like, ah, the heck no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise an army. I got half a dead guy. Good enough. I'm <laughs> yep. out. There, there we go. So, well, this is, so this is his undead R. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, Paul. Was this film red? Wow. I can't believe we had so many moral conundrums and and uh, bouts of uh, religion in this thing. I suppose uh, I had a water bottle this whole entire time, and I still haven't opened it. Surprisingly deep. Film. Wow. Uh, so was this movie rad? Yeah, I, I mean, not only, I mean, clearly, it spawned a plethora of uh, of sequels, but it's for a reason. The premise is really, really good. The voodoo stuff is cocaine-fueled 80s. 100%. But the rest of it, I feel like, is really good. So maybe one of the writers was on cocaine, and the other guy was like... Somebody came in to go do clean and, up yeah. and, like, just polished off <laughs> a little of those rough edges. Yeah. Right. Uh, so was it rad? Yeah, I remember this movie as a kid. I even watched it as a kid. Is it rad? Yes. I did enjoy this movie. I didn't think I would. I thought it would be hokey. I thought it would be 80s horror, and I don't like horror. But even just 80s horror, I thought it would be too kind of goofy. But I, just the whole premise. Sorry, water bottle. Can't Jiminy open it with one hand. Spoken me. Uh, <laughs> but the whole premise just really works. I liked it. Yeah, I agree with you. This film was rad in the 80s, absolutely. Um, you know, it's one of those movies. I, I feel like this Nightmare on Elm Street, Poltergeist, Friday the 13th, yeah. th- th- those were the films. Now, partly because those films had multiple sequels that kind of kept them alive. Yes. And, and you know, were, were, were constantly going and stuff. But um, take away the sequels, I think you've got a film that is just a solid, solid film. It's... Solid all the way around, and yep. uh, definitely was rad. Yep. I'm with you. I'm surprised how much I continually like this film. I, the, the doll effects hold up 100. percent Willow, you you asked for this one, so uh, where are we? Is this rad? I'm kind of on a fence because it holds because it's like pretty good, yeah. and it has good animatronics and like um featureings and editings and stuff. But I had such high expectations. That'll kill that anyone. Like I was like prepared to be like actually like shaking in fear. And I didn't get that. You know, like that's fair. That's fair. That's but a fair assessment. It is rad. Because All right. It, because okay. It's a good idea. It's a good. Um, like I love how Chucky's face just goes on from doll to monster. So awesome. No, fantastic. Well, I, 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 I'm kind of glad actually because this was one that I. Not only did I find it rad, I really enjoyed. It wasn't. Really enjoyed it wasn't horror for me. Though. It's not. I, I'm with you. I feel it's, it's, it's very, 80s horror. It's very different. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hokey horror. 
It is, and and um, you know, if we do those sequels, yeah, I, uh, they get is, even more hokey and ridiculous. Yeah, I, so anyway, uh, so that's it, Greg. What are we doing next time? Next time, because we are we, we we have been switching gears left and right. We are, and we're switching to uh, oh. a giant of a film, Blade Runner. You know, I just want to skip the next two weeks. No, <laughs> looking at the list. One of Willow, I because I'm I, seeing two really good weeks and then another good week. I I think you, know, you may be pleasantly surprised with Blade Runner, but uh, we'll talk about. That we'll next get time. into it. Um, let's shout out to fellow goon, Bibbs. Mr. Bibbs. Mr. Bibbs. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that's what you. Yeah, that's right. And awful, I will not interrupt. Uh, Mr. B- yeah, I doubt that. You just did, Willow. <laughs> yeah, you literally interrupted to say I'm not going to. Hey, interrupt. Paul, I'm not going to interrupt you. Really? No, I'm totally not going to interrupt you. <laughs> nope. Uh, so, Mr. Bibbs, uh, he is our patron. He uh, graciously donates every month to this podcast to keep us going, and uh, we really appreciate that. If you would like to help us out, you can go to the website, thiswasrad.podbean.com. Click the green button to become a patron. Smallest amounts will help. We really appreciate anything that you can give. And please go to our Facebook our Instagram, Twitter, we put stuff up there. We even put some interesting stuff that's only for Twitter, only for Instagram. Correct. And tell your friends to please go ahead and download. We'd like to get to uh, 5,000 downloads by the time we get to one year. And finally, go to iTunes, rate us, leave a message, uh, help us out. Subscribe. That also helps. That would be fantastic. And so, uh, as always, we, we really thank all the people that are listening. And so, yeah, we, uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, that's the show. I am Paul. I am Greg. I was Willow. This is the end, friend.